it's about getting into schools and talking to young people because you know I, I know that people can change uh, and, it, and it's about talking to people and getting them to understand and perhaps step back from violence and, and prejudice and whatever and we just need to work together and keep on the good fight there absolutely Hey there guys, we are ecstatically happy to announce that we are associated with the Sophie Lancaster Foundation. The times are changing and with the unfortunate death of Sophie, those changes have made a massive impact for the future. If Sophie was with us still today, I can guarantee what you are doing will still be reaching so many lives of young teenagers, young adults and those who wish to be as different as possible so thank you very much to find out more about this incredible foundation and all the work they do and more importantly how you can help head on over to www.sophielancasterfoundation.com hey this is adam gubman and you're listening to the chronicles of podcast with tom and jamie be prepared for a lot of cat butts Well, like another level, let me lick you up and down with my ass, boys. Welcome to Hashtag WBW, Way Back Wednesday. And these are the chronicles of Hayden Cockrell. Why, Hayden this week, Jamie? Oh, God, burn me two seconds. I need to compose myself after that intro. Uh, Right, why Hayden this week? Well, this Friday, we have comic book writer... Kurt Amaker joining with us. Yeah, so we, we thought, why not throw back to our good friend, the comic creator, Hayden Cockrell. This is wonderful. I love and this one. It is great. And guys, if you haven't actually checked out Hayden's comic, you really should. It's really good. The idea behind it, the, 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 the precipice of, of the idea that he had, it's just, it's just great. I love it. We are, this interview came about originally. It was back from our superhero bar fight days. I put a post out there and was like, who wants to come on? the show, talk about any comics that are coming up because it's a superhero show. And Hayden messaged me saying, I have my new book coming out now. Love to talk about it. And by God, did this boy sell this book to me. He sold this book to the point that this happened and I own it. I actually went out and brought it and it is absolutely incredible and I could not recommend you all enough to go and buy this book. It is amazing. Uh, for those that are listening on the audio with the fact that Jamie just threw that I never actually mentioned the book's name. It's called The Crimson Six. So, yeah. It's called The Crimson Six. Go pick it up. The, the characters are all based on rock music, but they're all different types of rock music, and their powers are based on that type of rock that they actually are, which I think is a genius idea. Um, but he also, on his social media, uh, posts The Adventures of Metalhead as well, which I quite like uh, and thoroughly enjoy as well. They're brilliant, absolutely brilliant. But obviously, um, we weren't aware at the time of recording that Hayden is of the religious and the Christian faith, and we swore a lot. So... I do apologise massively to all of Hayden's people that are listening to us right now. 
Very sorry about that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we've realised now. So ignore the start of this bit and then just enjoy the rest, all right? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but no, this is absolutely superb. We can't recommend this. Hayden is working on a sequel to The Crimson Six and I am so excited for it. I cannot wait to read it. The man is incredibly talented. Like, check him out on all his social medias. Like, his artwork's incredible. I, I see massive things this guy in the future because, yeah, really, really talented guy. And this might also be possibly the shortest interview we've ever done. Yes, it is probably one of the shortest interviews we've done, but we'll have him back again in the future when the second book comes out and we'll do it all over again and really doing some serious justice. Uh, so, guys, go read, go buy The Crimson Six right now. Go check it out. Go follow him on Instagram or Facebook. Go and we'll look at the adventures of Metalhead. And uh, Jamie. Yes, sir. Any final words at all for the audience? Just a massive thank you to the audience for listening and a massive thank you to Hayden for joining us. This is so much fun, sir. And I will say for people who are watching this on the YouTube, I'm pretty certain my video isn't working on this one. And I think it's just you and Hayden. Yeah, so, but this was back before we actually had cameras and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually this shit properly. But anyway, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, these are the Chronicles of Hayden Cockrell. Yep. Uh, yes. Sweet. Okay, I haven't used Skype for a really long time, so... <laughs> yes, yeah, because we're old fuckers and that's how we do things still. We don't move with the times anymore. We just went, we'll stick with this, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, get it. I, get it. I tried to use Zoom the other day and I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I think you have to pay for that, don't you? Uh, I was able to use it for free, but I think there's like a business subscription that you might have to pay for. Oh, sweet. Okay. Well, uh, there you go. So, again, show me age. I'm only mid 30s. Look what's going on. It's all this technology. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> just so you know, Hayden, I'm not being rude. If I try and use the webcam, my laptop just decides to fucking die on me. So, <laughs> no problem. No problem. Nice to meet both of you, though. And you, my friend. Thank you for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Like, this is my very first interview. So, <laughs> so pretty we cool. Do. We'll, uh, we'll look after you, don't worry. We will look after him, won't we, Jamie? Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> so how's things, man? What's going on? Uh, things are pretty good, you know, just, um, you know, dealing with that quarantine life, you know, thing, everything's kind of shut down, so just trying to survive. <laughs> What's oh, you, it's uh, literally our government's just gone, yeah, do what you want now. No one cares really? anymore. Yeah. So, like, our beaches have been flooded and fucking people are out, yeah, partying in parks. And it's just been absolutely mental. Dang. Yeah, ours, so we started doing that and then our case went straight up. Like, our, our cases just, like, went exponentially up. And so now, like, if you go outside, you have to wear a mask or else you'll be fined, like, thousands of dollars. Wow. So it's yeah. mandatory. What? It's mandatory to wear yeah, a mask. You have to wear one. Yeah. Yeah, some people aren't, like, some people are protesting it, but I don't want to have to pay the government a whole bunch of money, so I'm just going to do whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I'm broke. Bless you. So how's, how's lockdown been treating you, man? Uh, it's pretty good. Luckily, I mean, being able to get outside is always good, and things are starting, like, even though we have to wear masks, things are opening up, so we're allowed to, like, go to restaurants and stuff. Like, I don't know how you're supposed to eat at a restaurant with a mask on. That's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know how that's supposed to work, but other than that, like, it's been pretty nice. Like, more stuff is opening. It's just, you know, I'm, like, to be honest with you, I don't get out a whole lot anyways, so, like, quarantine is almost, like, my regular lifestyle, so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you know... 
It's good. My, bro- my brother's exactly the same. He was like, he's loving life because he gets to sit in his underwear every day, play his <laughs> PS4, and get paid for it. So, dude, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's taking lemons, making lemonade, man. He's killing yeah. it. <laughs> Whereas I always want to smash my face against the wall. So, but there you go. That's just that's <laughs> how we, uh, yeah, this is how we do things over here. So, uh, yeah. We should probably uh, actually introduce our guest, shouldn't we, Jamie, really? It would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, welcome to Superhero Bar Fight, Mr. Hayden Cockrell. I am saying that surname right, aren't I? Yep. Where about are you from? I'm from Washington State in the U.S. Look at that, from Washington State, and then Tom's wearing the Daniel Bryan hoodie. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it so obviously no one can see that i'm wearing a daniel bryan hoodie but uh it's obviously context, this is an audio podcast but you know it's all good we can we can make these points it's fine there you go now we all know <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously we've asked you on here today because uh yesterday was a pretty big day for you wasn't it um yeah the last couple of days i launched my very first graphic novel that is amazing like so I literally, I was, you added me on Facebook from a post I put into um, a comic book group, basically saying, does anyone want to come on our podcast, talk about your stuff? Um, and then yesterday I saw your post about your book, saw the artwork and I was like, holy shit, let's message this guy. <laughs> I li- didn't look into it, nothing, I literally went, I'm messaging this guy, that is fucking awesome, it looks amazing. <laughs> so obviously, clearly a fan of heroes and comics and all that stuff, where did that come from? Is that some from childhood or? Yeah. That's uh, that's from childhood, I would say. I uh, when I was four, I saw the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man in our discount theater, and that thing like changed my life, dude. Like I was in love with Spider-Man, and just ever since then, I've just been like drawing, and I've always loved comic books too. Like I know um, a lot, of, like a lot of people will watch superhero movies, but don't really love the comic books. I actually like the comic books more than the movies a lot of the times because I think the stories are a lot better, and like the worlds are a lot bigger to build on and stuff. But it's just always been there, and I just really. Dude, I'm just a like a hardcore nerd. <laughs> but yeah. So, do you say you saw Tobey Maguire Spider-Man when you were four? Yes. How yeah, old are you? I'm 21. God, I feel old now. <laughs> <laughs> so, what actually made you realize you could do this? Like, where'd you get your start? Was it you were doodling one day and your friend were like, "Dude, that's really fucking good." Or was it? yeah it was um so pretty much but like I, i've been drawing since i was younger so i actually come from a family of very talented artists like my grandma she would draw like uh portraits of people and she got hired to draw um murals on like grocery store windows and like my uh grandpa on my other side was an artist and my dad like can draw cars and all that stuff and so i i had like a like a somewhat natural ability not great but just like motivation and i just started working on it and as i got older people more people were like hey, I'll, like, pay you to draw it. And then once that started happening, I was like, oh. And I had other people in my life who were, like, very encouraging. And, like, people who, like, came alongside me and, like, helped me realize it. And that was a possibility. But, yeah, just basically other people's encouragement. Because in my mind, my art, I don't like my art. <laughs> but, like, other people like it. So there we go. How, how, how can you not like it? I, oh my, I don't understand. <laughs> how can you not like it? It's unbelievable. I was looking at some earlier. Uh, is it the Crimson Six? That you were yeah. doing, yeah, yeah, like, like, holy shit! Man. <laughs> I, so my, so, but basically, right? If I draw, it's like, you know how you like draw a tree and you put a cloud on it to make it look like a <laughs> tree and bring it down again, and then put a sun in the corner and a little house 
and that, that's about that's, that's basically as far as my ability goes in there so that's that's some serious talent man like I, I, I it blows my mind it really blows my mind well thank you yeah I appreciate that I think I think well first of all dude be proud of yourself that you can draw a landscape man <laughs> <laughs> you know you gotta get that sun in there and the clouds and all that no and I think like for me I think the reason why I don't like Mart is something I actually need to work on is I compare myself to people who have been drawing longer than I've been alive. Like I'll I'll compare myself to people like like Greg Capullo or like people or Jim Lee and all that, which they've been drawing longer than I've like been on this earth. So I think that's the reason why like I don't like my art because it doesn't look like a veteran, you know. Yeah, and so, but I mean you shouldn't really compare yourself to people that have been around, you know, longer than you and stuff. I just just yeah, just keep going, man. It's um it's incredible. Just keep it fucking going. Uh, it's just, <laughs> Yeah, you. you'll, you'll be like them one day. That's a, that's a my first. Fuck it. I'm saying it right here, right now. Watch out for Caden Parker, motherfuckers. But to be fair, I saw your picture of um, Batman Beyond, and dude, it's fucking amazing. Oh, thank so, you. Com- compare to Jim Lee, because it's incredible. And like Jim <laughs> is, I was, I was going to say, what are your inspirations? But I, I guess you just kind of answered that one, really. <laughs> Yeah, I and like I, I have inspirations like I have tons of them. Like I'm a big Todd McFarlane fan. So like Todd McFarlane actually went to the college in my hometown. So that's one of the reasons oh, really? why Yeah, so that's one of the reasons why I was like, Oh, this is possible because the guy was like so close to home. You know, but like I have so many, but Greg Capullo and Jim Lee are my dudes. <laughs> that's my main dudes. Jim is amazing. He is. You literally can't fault Jim Lee's art. <laughs> <laughs> so looks before we talk about the book, I, I saw on your page something that really, really amused me. It, it took it captured my imagination. That was, that was the Adventures of Metal Dude. Oh yeah. Where did that idea come from? Because it's just fucking glorious. <laughs> well, thank you. So the idea for Metal Dude came from. So I'm friends with um, Pastor Bob Beeman, who he's like the heavy metal pastor. Who I don't know if you heard of like bands like Striper or like those old '80s like hair. Yeah, I know Striper. I know Striper. Yeah. So Pastor Bob actually helped start Striper way back in the day. And oh, he, wow. Yeah. And I became friends with him because I just literally, I watched his videos because he has a YouTube channel. So I messaged him one day and we just became friends. And one day he was like, so he actually gave me the idea for the Crimson Six way before Metal Dude. And he gave me the idea and was like, hey, if you can make a comic book that somehow incorporates heavy metal and like each uh, character is a different genre of metal, I'll publish it for you and we'll promote it. I was like, sweet. So then as I was working on that, he was like, hey, I have an idea for, I want you to do, like, art for my Facebook account, and I, I think it'd be really cool to do something like Adventures of Metal Dude. So, like, okay, sweet. So, we did Adventures of Metal Dude, and basically just, like, a funny cartoon strip of just regular things that metal du- metal people <laughs> have to deal with, you know, and just, like, funny <laughs> comedy thing, you know, like, so, like, the one about, like, um, like the long hair or whatever, you know, you're trying to eat your food, but you don't that want to eat your like a yoga instructor. So. <laughs> <laughs> that one and Metal Gigs in 2020 just absolutely made me raw. It was so funny. <laughs> so, obviously, we're, we're talking about metal. What what bands are you into? Oh, man. So, I'm in, I'm obviously, like, the classics. So, like, obviously, like, Metallica, Megadeth, Iron Maiden. Like, obviously, those ones, too. But, like, oh, I would nice. say, like, um, modern bands. I've, I've really been getting into, like, Azalea Dying since they've come back and just bands like like i'm in i'm into like metalcore a lot lately i never was but i'm very like into it now <laughs> you know what i mean but I, I really like i don't know if you consider them metal but coheed and cambria i'm oh. really into it. yeah 
My boy. <laughs> my boy. <laughs> I love the fact you're listing the old banjo in and I'm like, oh, my boy. And then you're listing the new banjo in and Tom's like, oh, my boy. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Dude. Unbelievable. Oh, my gosh. I, aren't you just jealous of his hair, man? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I haven't got any, so. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. I have hair and I'm still jealous of his hair, man. It's incredible. I mean, that, that voice to begin with is ridiculous. Um, and after Good Apollo and Burning Star 4, I started to lose interest a bit. I don't know. I don't, me personally, um, I find them to get a bit, oh, not same. I don't know what, it, what the word is, but the first three albums, incredible. Absolutely incredible. And I just literally lost a bit, I lost interest after that. So, yeah. But, well, their, their sound definitely did change as it got more. You know, I mean, like after Good Apollo, their sound kind of took a different type of it, almost like a more rocky feel. Whereas I feel like the first three were very more. I still like all of them. Like my favorite album is the Afterman, but I still. But I get what you mean, though. Like their style definitely did make a shift after yeah. that album. It doesn't he do his own comic book as well in relation to the music? Isn't it linked in some way? Yeah, he does the Amory Wars. So each album is based off the comic book that he makes for it. It's incredible. It's it is just yeah unbelievable genius absolute genius yeah. you need to get on this man yeah i know a couple of their songs but i don't know a fat lot by them to be fair <laughs> i probably should listen to more like i'm stuck in the 80s with my music so you know kiss is my favorite band in the whole world so oh okay so, yeah kiss and motley Crue. that's generally what i end up listening to so also you're like a glam glam kind yeah of I, I listen to all sorts of music but that's that's my bread and butter Dude, I don't blame you. There's some good stuff. I was into Def Leppard a long time ago. <laughs> Def Leppard are great as well. Yeah. So, obviously, we've, we've brought you on to talk about the book. So, tell us all about it. Tell us about the Crimson Six. I, I purposely didn't look into this because I wanted you to tell me about it because I was just blown away by the art. <laughs> okay. So, I'm not great at the elevator pitch. This is the first time. So, I'm just going to try to... If I just get long-winded or something and it sounds stupid, just let me know. But basically... Uh, the whole the whole concept behind it, just to boil it all down, is there's basically like the Grim Reaper has been around for centuries, and he's like had a plan for a long time to finally wipe out humanity, and now like and since he's been around for centuries, he's been planning it every century. But with every century, there's a team called the Crimson Six, made of six superhuman warriors, I guess, in order to try to prevent him from doing so. And the Crimson Six is basically takes up modern day and the team of this century. And it's the time that the Grim Reaper finally is ready to execute his final plan. And so the Crimson Six has to basically overcome him and stop him from doing it, or else the whole world goes away. It's basically, that's the most simple way I can put it. <laughs> and um, the metal comes in in the sense of, like, it's very inspired by metal. So I made each each member of the Crimson Six represents a different genre of metal. So, like, I have um, one, one character's name is Speed and Beauty, and she represents, like, speed metal and thrash metal, so she can, like, run super fast and stuff like that. And I have um, Magnus so cool. the Sword, who's, like, a giant black metal Viking type guy. But it's just stuff like that where, yeah. <laughs> That's such a cool idea. I yeah. absolutely love it. Yeah. Did you write and draw the book? I did. Uh, the idea was given, like I said earlier, the idea for everything was given to me by Bob Beeman. Pastor Bob Beeman, but then I uh, like I turned the idea into like like I wrote it and drew it and lettered it and uh, we had a, a guy I had people help edit it and I had a guy help me format it for Amazon and all that because I have no idea what I'm doing with that but yeah everything else boom 
21 years old. <laughs> and no offence, but you're that talented, I fucking hate you. Let's <laughs> not insult the guests now, Jamie. <laughs> it's such a cool idea, though. I absolutely love it. I, I do fully intend to get a copy of this book because I genuinely really want to read it. It looks awesome. So, well, thank you. Obviously, I the pastor it. gave you the book, gave you the idea. No, is what you've done that idea, or is there things you've put into it, or whatnot? So, um, so basically, so the idea that he gave me was to make a book based on metal, to make, and then also to make the characters based on metal, and also to make a character, make one of the villains a pop star. So that, <laughs> that he was doing, yeah. <laughs> So, so he gave me the bare bones. So I was like, okay, how can I like work with this? And how can I make it in a way that actually like makes sense, you know? So I was like, oh, okay. So what I'll do is like, because I feel like I didn't want to make it corny to be where like, oh, heavy metal guys. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, we must power, like we must overcome with the power of music. Like I didn't want to do, I didn't want to do anything like that. So instead I just like for visually, I made it like very heavy metal inspired visually. And I tried to make the story something that you could find like in the storyline of like a concept album, like from a metal band or something like that. And then for the pop star, what I did is I was like, okay, so like, what if, like, it'd be interesting to see if, like, what if, like, the Grim Reaper is somehow using pop stars to, like, hypnotize people through songs to cause them to actually want to kill each other? You know what I mean? So I was like, oh, I'll just, like, do that. <laughs> so yeah. clever. So, I mean, what do you think if you would, is it going to be a series? I want it to be. It depends on if it does well enough to warrant for me to put time into it. I already have the whole second one plotted out. But oh, like, I fantastic. wanted to be a Yeah. So is it going to be like one villain's a rapper, then there's like a grime artist, <laughs> like that, so like a DJ? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Like, the concept, the idea of it's absolutely amazing. I and I'm, it's just, yeah. So I'll definitely be purchasing one as well. Obviously, we're here to push you and promote you as well because um, this goes out worldwide. I, we don't know who listens to it. We just know the countries it's been listened to in. So oh, you know. Okay, gotcha. Fingers crossed that uh, people are like, fuck, I need to check this bad boy out. Like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> Push me one of these bad boys. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Anything, we can do. Anything we can do, you know, we try. We, 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 we do our best. What made you jump in straight into a book instead of like single issues? Like, uh, Mostly just like cost. And because um, I like, the problem is if you want to do single issues, the most effective way to do it is either to build like a Kickstarter, but then only release one issue every couple of months if you're like an independent, you know, just because to get the funds and to get it out there to be able to publish and all that. Whereas like for me, I personally don't really like single issues, to be completely honest, because I have like, I just need to finish it. So like I lean more towards like the book type style anyways and then also too since we published it through amazon who does print on demand so i don't have to pay for like my own stock so whatever is they only print what is purchased but with that you can't really do like a minimum page and then it would be kind of like lame so i just figured we put it all in one book and then send it out makes sense it's it's quite fascinating because we we spoke to a gentleman a couple of weeks ago and he's doing the whole kickstarter route he's done one issue then he's raising the funds. So it's it's amazing. You don't really realize just how many different avenues there is to go through to release a comic book. Yeah. It's really quite fascinating. Plus, you get yeah. like single issues of like six dollars here, six dollars there, eight dollars there—a like, ridiculous amount of money just to get to read like five pages. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I, I totally get the graphic novel front. 
Yeah, well, that's what I was, especially because like comic books are getting more, like, single issues are getting more and more expensive, it seems like, too. So it's like, man. Yeah, totally agree with you there, man. Yeah. So what is next? Is it work on the second book? Is there any other projects you've got in mind? Um. So like, like I said, I have, I, I am writing the second one. Even if nothing happens with it, I still want to write it. So at least, like, I'll know <laughs> how it goes. But while doing that, I've, um, I do like freelance art. It's kind of how I make my income. So I'm right now I'm like, I have um, like Pastor Bob, he has a book that I'm gonna help illustrate. It's not a comic book, but I'm just gonna add like illustrations to that. It's gonna be called Seriously. And then I'm gonna do that. And then um, just try, basically, I'm just gonna see how things go, like how well the book does. And that will determine a lot what's next, but it's hard to tell because I just released it like three days ago. So, you know, it's still early, but I hope, my hope is to be able to do a second one, but you never know. Have you had much feedback on like people before you released it or anything like that? Uh, I've, I had a small group of people read it. The people who did read it liked it, but you never know. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the people, like I had uh, the guy who formatted it, he read it after he formatted it. And then he said he really enjoyed it. And he's like a huge comic book nerd. And I had the guy who edited it. He liked it. And he also helped me make it a little bit better. So, you know, hopefully it, it goes good. <laughs> That's my. I really, I really, really hope it does for you, mate. Because it honestly looks incredible. I, I don't. I, no word of a lie. I literally saw the picture and was like, I'm messaging this dude right away because the art <laughs> just blew me away. It is such a cool looking. I'm assuming that's the cover that you originally posted. Yeah, yeah. that was the it's cover. So, it's so cool, and it's, in, it's only black, white, and red as well, isn't it? Yeah. So the in, the interior is just black and white. And then, um, but the front is black, white, and red. I'm actually working on possibly doing an ebook version and making it the interior black, white, and red because I don't have to pay, uh, pay extra for the color. Because the problem with Amazon, if I do color, I would have to sell the books for like 30 bucks a piece and no one's going to buy that. So I might do an ebook that has the red on the inside. Is, it, is the black and white a personal style choice or is it? Uh, it's a mix of personal style and just like necessity. <laughs> like since it's the first book, like I had to roll with whatever options I had. If like if it does well enough where I'm able to get a different avenue, I would love to do like color on the inside. But right now it's black and white. And also too, I kinda like it because it reminds me of like kind of like that that brief period of time in the eighties when like TMNT came out and like the black and white boom and all that. That's so cool. I love it. <laughs> um Right, we've got a little game we like to play with our guests. All right. Right, so first up, basically what we do on the show is me and Tom, we come together every week, we pitch a fictional character, a hero, and a villain. And okay. then we discuss who's going to win. We literally don't tell each other who our characters are until we're on the show. <laughs> so what we like to do, though, is to get our guests to decide who they think would win the previous fight. Oh. So, are you a South Park fan? Uh... I don't really watch South Park a lot. Oh, you might not know the know these people then, because it was the character Man Bear Pig from South Park. Okay. Versus Orgasmo, which is a film by the makers of South Park several years ago. Do you know who they are? I so I know who Man Bear Pig is. I don't know the other one. Orgasmo is. <laughs> how do, how do we describe <laughs> Orgasmo, Tom? <laughs> So I've actually noticed in the film, I just read about it and found it hilarious. Uh, basically, he's a porno actor who turns into a superhero by creating a gun that makes people orgasm and ejaculate 
when they're shot. <laughs> right. And then basically their testicles swell up and explode and that sort of thing. Wow. <laughs> As you can see, we're a very you... serious podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so from what you know of Man Bear Pig versus what you know of Orgasmo, who do you think would win that one? I'm going to say Man Bear Pig, just because I, I used to watch that show a long time ago, and I remember the episodes with Man Bear Pig, so I'm going to have to go Man Bear Pig. <laughs> See? It's just the way it goes. Everyone said the same thing, I think. I think everyone did, yeah. Everyone said Man Bear Pig, but when we had the episode, Tom actually won with Orgasmo. Yeah. Because yes, we said, yes, we said that, you know, Man Bear Pig can charge, but once he get if he gets shot several times, and his balls are just going to explode. Yeah, <laughs> and you're going to have man, bear, pig, ejaculate everywhere. You don't. No one needs that. <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> Amazing. So, what else we do as a little game is we get our listeners to give us some fantasy fights. Just make up two okay. characters. Who do you think would win? And then we put them to the guests. So we've got five fights for you. So Ryan Williams has sent in Captain Planet. Versus, okay. gorilla, versus Gorilla Grodd. Oh. I'm going to say Gorilla Grodd, because he can use mind control. Yeah, that's where, that's where I would have gone. Are you in agreement there, Tom? I love Captain Planet, but... <laughs> yeah, he'll get, he'll get ruined. <laughs> <laughs> this one amused me. I don't know. See, your, your youth is throwing me off, though, if you know these characters. Alf. Do you remember Alf the alien? Do I remember Alf. Yes, versus Fozzie Bear from the Muppets. Ooh. So I know who both of them are. I don't know anything about them, though. <laughs> I'm going to say Alf because he's an alien. That works. I can't imagine Fozzie Bear hurting anyone. Well, no, they just, just talking to death, wouldn't they? <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> <laughs> no! This one I absolutely love from a... From one of our other hosts, Mr. Tom Bruno. Pinky and the Brain oh. versus, versus Rick and Morty. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, man. I'm going to say Rick and Morty because they seem to be able to get out of like every situation. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 the advantage has got to go to Rick because, you know, it's, it's Rick. <laughs> I was going to say, did Pinky and the Brain ever actually succeed? Ever? Yeah, I was going to say. They're I don't think they did. The and I, I definitely s- don't think that uh, Pinky and the Brain ever turned themselves into a pickle and then ripped apart a rat, etc. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually seen Rick and Morty, Tom? Uh, yeah, I watched it and I really didn't like it. So it's just really not for me. Um, See, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, I don't understand why people love it so much. I, do, I just, I'm a Simpsons guy. I like to stick to my natural, you know, just stick to what I know. So yeah, Rick and Morty, I found very. I just don't, I just don't get it. It's, I don't know if that's, if that's just me or whatever. But I watched it and went, I just don't understand what's going on. That's it's that's kind of how I'm. It's like it's too dark for me. Like it's, it has a really dark tone for a comedy show, you know. Yeah, yeah, so that's probably the same as me, to be honest with you, because I'm not a big fan of, like, embarrassing comedies either, so I think I like just straight-up, ridiculous, slapstick, stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I enjoy Rick and Morty, I think it's great, but I don't get why it's as popular as it is. It's good, but it's not that good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Barney Rubble 
versus Barney from the Simpsons versus oh. Barney the Dinosaur. Triple threat match. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh. I'm going to say Barney, man. Like Barney uh, the Dinosaur. I was going to say, which one? This first. <laughs> yeah, I just realized. I was like, yeah, I'm going to say the Dinosaur, you know, because, you know, I mean, I feel like he hides his... I, I like I, He hides behind a mask. I feel like he could really tear some stuff up if he wanted to. Yeah, he's probably like a massive meth addict that no one knows about. Oh, no. He's absolutely <laughs> mental. So it's like ripping the shit out of everyone. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's what so I'm I, I went with Barney Rubble because he's from the Flintstones. They fucking ride dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like he's also kind of, like, dumb, though. Isn't he? Like... <laughs> <laughs> the man's got a point. Like, he's one of those, like, lovable dumb characters a little bit. <laughs> right. Last one. I enjoy this one. Captain Cold versus Mr. Freeze. Oh, man. I'm going to say Mr. Freeze. Yeah, 100%. Any reason? Just smarter. Smarter, yeah. I know yeah. that. That was Dang. my thinking as well. You know, he's got the brains behind him. He's not just, I'm going to nick something, so I'll freeze it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty much yeah. what. Well, that was that was all five of them. I loved it. I, loved, I think we agreed on pretty much all of them. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Is there anything else you wanted to talk about, you wanted to push out there? You know, not that I can think of. I think we've, like, covered everything. That's pretty much uh, all I've got going at the moment. I thank you so much for letting me be on here, though. Tom, anything else on you? Oh, the only thing I want to... So, the uh, graphic novel, is it only available in America? Uh, so, I checked it. I had to check it this morning. It's available in the UK. It's available... Pretty much the only places that I found that it's not available is Australia and Canada through paperback. So I have to figure that out. That's why I'm going to try to make an ebook so I can get it out in those areas. But other yeah, than that, yeah. we're good. Oh, sweet. So I can get, I can, that's fine. As long as I can grab a copy, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I checked it this morning. It's available in the UK. So we, we're good there. The only one, there's some, I have some friends in Australia who weren't able to get it. So that's why I'm trying to figure out an ebook solution to that. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's amazing. Well, before we get out of it, Plug any social media, plug anything, anything. Tell us people where to get the book, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. All right. Uh, so the book can be found at Amazon. Um, the best way to find it is uh, look up the Crimson Six, but also look up my name with it, Hayden Cockerell, just because it's a newer book, so it it takes like more specifics to find it. Um, and on my, you can follow my art on Instagram at What Is Hayden Drawing, and then my Facebook page <laughs> is Hayden Cockerell Page. And, Amazing. Yeah. That is awesome. And I, I seriously implore anyone listening to this go check this stuff out because honestly the the art is mind-blowing it honestly blew me away and i'm not just you know sucking the guy's dick because i'm talking to him it was amazing <laughs> it was so good um hayden thank you so much for coming on man i really appreciate it yeah thank you so much for having me once again like I, i'm really like i really appreciate it well we'll uh we'll get you shared out there we'll get this goes out on wednesday at 6 p.m uk time so um we'll get you we'll get you out there we'll tag you in everything we'll share everything um, and you are one talented motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so young and so talented. I kind of hate yeah, it. Keep, keep it going, man. Keep it going. And yeah. do. <laughs> Talking to the next Jim Lee here, folks. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Amazing. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, thank you. Have a good rest of your day, guys. You too, man. Take man. Cheers, man. Peace. See ya.
All right. Is this thing on? Well, howdy doody, everybody. This is Braden Berry from Say We Can Fly, founder of Stay Cozy Clothing. Your one-stop shop for the coziest, most fashionable hoodies, t-shirts, and more. Gorsh, Mickey. That's right, folks. And we're proud to say that we are now sponsoring... The Chronicles of Podcast. Ouch. Hosted by Tom and Jamie. <laughs> like, you can get 10% off, man. That's right, Shaggy. Just use the special code, The Chronicles, at checkout. Oh, boy. Oh.